Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to another episode of the Teaspoon of Healing audio blog. I'm going to just start calling this a podcast as well because it's what it is, but this is not an interview. This is simply an audio version of my blog, which you can find at teaspoonofhealing.com. So today I'm going to be talking about grace, gentleness, and our health journeys. So we've all seen the health advice either online or in magazines or TV or heard this from our health professionals. The health advice that promotes unnecessarily restrictive diets conditions us to view exercise as a chore or places or places our health status entirely in our own hands. And many of us have grown up with family members who spoke negatively about their bodies or who were on mini diets. And this is just a product of our culture. Or if you're like me, you may have cycled through many restrictive diets with varying degrees of success. Of course, improving our health, losing weight, and exercising, these are wonderful things. They are so beneficial for our health. However, during this process, it's important to show ourselves, as well as others who are on their health journeys, grace, rather than projecting shame onto ourselves or others, or judgment. Now, judgment within the health and wellness, medical and nutrition world, it's nothing new. Someone I spoke to recently said that he gets a little concerned going to the doctor because he's worried about his blood pressure. So his blood pressure, of course, spikes right before he goes to the doctor. However, things are starting to change. Many healthcare providers, physicians, nurses, dietitians, health coaches, nutritionists are committed to treating their clients and their patients with a little more grace. Showing our own bodies grace, showing our own bodies gentleness, and having an appreciation for our bodies contributes to many things, a better relationship with food, movement, and a commitment to our health. My training began with holistic nutrition and health coaching, and now after many years and a couple breaks in the process, I'm nearly done with my master in public health and nutrition and my registered dietitian credential. I don't have much more left. So at times when people hear about my career change, because I'm a career changer, they make jokes about, oh gosh, Dawn, you're going to judge the food on my plate, or they assume that I never eat unhealthy food, or they think that I might pass judgment on their body. And I need to say this, that nothing could be further than the truth. Not only do I not judge people's food choices, assigning moral value to food and exercise doesn't really help people on their healing journeys. Instead, showing grace and being gentle with ourselves and others goes a long way. Now, of course, research shows that obesity is unhealthy Losing weight helps improve many health outcomes. And eating nutrient-dense foods and exercising regularly, these are wonderful things, and we should keep doing them. However, getting down on ourselves when we eat something bad, in quotes there, or miss a workout, that doesn't help us. So fear of judgment leads to less utilization of health services. So According to research, there was a systematic review on studies that I found on PubMed. Patient concern with weight bias by a healthcare provider is associated 
with a lower utilization of healthcare services. So what that means is patients who are overweight or obese, they might avoid going to the doctor due to a fear of weight shaming or bias. They might avoid vital health checkups or wellness checks or physicals due to either disrespectful treatment by a healthcare provider, assumptions about their weight gain. This may cause them to delay or even avoid accessing healthcare services. And this is not good. This is counterproductive because how is somebody going to improve their health if they don't go to the doctor because they're afraid to go? Another thing is that we don't know the whole story behind somebody's body size or health condition. Many people experience illness, disability, or on medication that causes weight gain. It can also cause a lot of weight loss. And these are things we can't tell just by looking at someone. So if this is happening to you, don't worry. If you're experiencing an illness or if you're disabled, treat yourself with care. Treat your body gently. If you still want to work out and you're able to, there are resources online you can find that are geared toward your specific disability or illness. And you may even be able to find an instructor in person that can help you. They may even be able to come to your house. Working with a registered dietitian who specializes in your health condition can also help you feel more in control. Remember that if you are going through this, rest is so important. Your body needs rest, especially when it's healing. So allow it to do that. So something else I want to mention is about the social determinants of health. So while individual efforts toward improving one's health status are super important, of course, an individual's health and weight are also influenced by factors in their environment. Now, many of these factors can be out of their control. So what are the social determinants of health? Well, these are the conditions in which people live, work, learn, and play, and they impact people's health in positive or negative ways. Adequate resources to purchase healthy food, access to healthcare and insurance, a walkable and safe neighborhood so people can exercise, and being able to access to and get transportation to a place to acquire nutritious food and many other factors. This, these things also really affect the health of an individual. So it's not all in the hands of an individual. It's also about the environment. As well, not all weight loss is healthy. So in some cases, if you lose weight too quickly, especially a drastic amount of weight, too quickly, this can be a risk factor for malnutrition. And I have linked to a study on my blog about this. So personally here, I have lost weight in healthy ways, you know, by eating more nutritious food and exercising more, but I've also lost drastic amounts of weight due to illness and other issues. And of course, well-meaning people have complimented that because in our culture, you compliment weight loss. So remember that Weight loss is not always healthy. So is there an alternative to this? Yes. What is the alternative? Well, it's showing our bodies and showing others who are on health journeys a little grace. And it starts with ourselves. We may not always love our bodies, but we can incorporate what is called body neutrality. And that's different from body positivity. Body neutrality is when we accept our bodies and appreciate them for all the wonderful things they can do for us, all their amazing abilities. And this can really help us as we journey towards better health. Really think about all of the wonderful things your body can do for you and how great it feels to exercise and move with joy. I started being more gentle with myself and showing myself grace 
during the pandemic, it's actually helped me eat more nutritious foods and exercise more. And it seems almost like that wouldn't make sense. But I stopped demonizing foods and I stopped assigning moral value to food. I began to tune in to how certain foods made my body feel after I ate them. And I'll talk more about this in a future blog post, but I began to really look forward to, for example, eating a big bowl of salad with chicken or whatever choice of protein I wanted. And before, sometimes I really did view that salad as something I had to do rather than I something I wanted to do. So I began adding more nutrient-dense items to my meals rather than focusing on restricting them. So this really went a long way to add more nutritious foods rather than focusing on what is bad, what I shouldn't eat. So again, I'll talk about this more and there are other ways to go about this as well. This is just one way. Another way to show our bodies and ourselves gentleness and grace while we're on our health journeys is choosing activities for fitness that we enjoy versus seeing exercise as a chore or a punishment for eating something quote unquote wrong. So studies and research have shown that we are more likely to engage and continue an exercise regime if we enjoy doing it. According to a research study, and there are links on my blog post to it, joy was one of the strongest driving forces towards physical activity. So finding activities we enjoy doing and rather than seeing it as a punishment is really a stronger predictor of people choosing and sticking to an exercise routine. Now, again, while I don't always love my body, I've learned to accept it and focus on what it can do for me. Now, of course, do I want to get stronger? Sure. Do I have fitness goals? Of course. There's nothing wrong with that. And there is nothing wrong with working out vigorously. But what doesn't work is speaking negatively to myself in the process or being unhappy with my body until it fits into a specific ideal, whether that's how it looks or its strength or so on. Now, lastly, I wanted to mention that we've collectively experienced a few years of trauma during the pandemic. We all know this. And as a whole, we have not yet healed from its devastating personal and societal effects. And I think this is why it's just so much more important to show ourselves grace and to show others grace right now and be gentle with ourselves. We've all been affected by this trauma worldwide, and so have our bodies. So I just wanted to end this with saying, I wish you healing and grace as you continue on your wellness journey, whatever that may be. And I will have more posts about this. And if you wanted to see references to research studies that I mentioned in this podcast, you can visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com and read the blog post. Thank you very much. I hope you have a wonderful day. And stay tuned because I will be doing more interviews soon.